Sometimes in life, skepticism can serve you well. It can save you money, keep you from wasting a day at a timeshare presentation, and help you avoid spreading gossip. To be honest, when I am faced with a new scenario, I usually tend to be a skeptic until something proves me wrong. And if you're like me, you can probably spot a too-good-to-be-true health hack from a mile away and read labels like it's your job. That's where ritual comes in. They know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds your standards. Their clinically backed Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin has high quality, traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. Take two delayed release capsules per day that optimize your body's absorption and you'll get nine key nutrients. Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, so you know you can trust what you're putting in your body. Only about 1% of supplement brands on the market have the USP verified mark, which shows the product contains the ingredients actually listed on the label. On top of that, Ritual multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO project verified, gluten and major allergen free, certified B Corp and made traceable. I take my vitamins every morning with breakfast. It's part of my daily ritual and I feel so good doing it. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash yoga girl. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash yoga girl for 25% off. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a brand new episode of the Yoga Girl podcast, Conversations from the Heart. It is officially that time of year. Holy shit, it is December, it's the end of the year, and I am sitting here smiling so big right now because we are about to dive into one of my favorite practices of the year. It is time for us to process and let go of 2021. I don't know about you, but I am so ready to be done with this year. And this practice that we're going to do together now is going to bring you to a place, hopefully, of clarity and release. Now, if you've listened to this show for a long time, you know at the end of the year, I always end the year with two really specific podcasts, and it's the Processing and Letting Go podcast of the year that's passed, and it's the Intention Setting podcast for the year ahead. And I mean, if you listen to the show, you know I'm really big on intention setting, I'm really big on ceremony and ritual, getting mindful around what we want to create when we step into a new cycle. And I used to do this podcast. It used to be just one show at the end of the year where we did a big practice to set our intentions for the next year. And for me personally, when I do these practices on my own, I always incorporate, because I have to incorporate a big component of processing what's been to get enough clarity so I actually know what I want to invite. And it's a really challenging thing, I think, to sit down and just decide, huh, what are my intentions for next year? What do I want to create? That's such a big question. And oftentimes we have unprocessed stuff from the year that's been still lingering. We still have some messes or some thoughts and fears and just things that are kind of lingering from the year that's been that we haven't actually ironed out yet, that we haven't received enough clarity about, or maybe that we haven't processed enough, that we haven't cried about or been able to really allow our emotions about the things that have been to be alchemized and transformed into something else. 
So it's kind of like we're all, and we're all, and I know this is true for all of us, we're all walking around with a little backpack that says 2021. And in some cases, that little backpack maybe is like a hundred pound suitcase that we're trying to balance on our shoulders, you know? For some of us, maybe it's like a tiny little backpack and we're just ready to go. We can put it down. It's easy. I think for a lot of us, because this year has been particularly challenging, right? That backpack is heavy. And in that backpack of the year, we have all of the undigested experiences that 2021 has left us with. We have the traumatic shit that happened to us and came our way this year or that was triggered from our past this year, right? We have our frustrations, our resentments, our confusion. I feel like confusion has been a pretty big theme for a lot of people this year. What is going on in the world? Like what is actually happening? It's been hard for us to make sense of a lot in the outside world and within us. All the undigested stuff is there, the big moments and also the good moments, right? The gratitude and the beauty and the epiphany and the realization and the good changes that we've seen inside of ourselves. Like all of that is sort of wrapped up in that big giant piece of luggage that we're walking around with. And it's so important that we put this backpack down. It's so important that we put these heavy weights down before we go into the practice of, well, what do I want to fill next year's suitcase with, right? What do I actually want to invite into my life for next year? So when I started doing this practice, I think the first year of the podcast, we've been doing this for years. I used to have it all wrapped up into one. And then I realized that actually processing and letting go of the year that's been is so big and so important. It's actually so important that without it, we can't go into the intention setting practice. We have to process and let go or we're not going to know what we're ready for. It's going to be really hard for us to tap into the truth of that longing of what we want out of 2022 if we still have all of the stuff kind of mingling around inside of our brains and in our hearts and weighing us down. And if, if we feel confused and a little bit disconnected from everything that's been. So what this practice really is about, it's about processing what 2021 has brought you. It's going to bring up emotion for sure. I did a portion or a big part of this practice yesterday. I bawled my eyes out for two hours, okay, <laughs> in a really good way, in a very cathartic way, going through these practices that we're going to do now, and we're going to journal and contemplate and talk about what, what's been happening and coming our way in the past year. It's going to remind you of the really hard things, and it's going to sort of stir anything that you, that you, locked away somewhere else, right? And doing this is a good thing. Now, I'm not telling you to open up every door to every trauma and go into areas you don't want to feel or not, you know, you decide exactly where you want to go with this practice. It's up to you. It's up to you how deep you want to go and what you're ready to feel. And in my experience, when we do these kinds of practices, especially when it's just us and we're journaling on our own, the energy of the moment will bring us where we need to go, right? So whatever is undigested, but is ready to be processed, that's the stuff that most likely is going to come up for you. And of course, it's not going to be all bad, right? We're also going to give space for gratitude and magic and celebrate our accomplishments and basically just shining the light on everything that 2021 has been so that we can let it go. 
and we can consciously decide what we want to bring with us into 2022 and what we never want to touch again with a 10-foot pole, what we are putting down to never pick up again. And hopefully at the end of this, we will have cleared enough space inside of ourselves so that next week for our big intention setting practice, we have enough space inside to actually invite the new in, right? To bring something new into your life, we have to make room. And that's what this podcast is. It's making room. Now, maybe you do this with me every year. You're all ready to go, but just a little bit for the lay of the land for anyone doing this for the first time. This is not a casual listen with one ear while you're doing other stuff kind of podcast, okay? You can do that if you want, but then I really recommend that you do it again and you, as you sit down in a sacred space to practice. So this isn't really a podcast episode that you listen to. It is a practice that you do. This practice requires your active participation, okay? It's not just listening. Actually, it's, it's, it's very little listening and it's mostly practice, okay? So action from your end. I mean, you're going to listen, obviously it's both, but so to do that, I want you to set up a really sacred space for yourself. I need you to have a dedicated window of time where you are on your own, right? And maybe that means listening to this podcast now and then returning to it later in the day or tomorrow or when you have space to really sit down in a dedicated space so that you can practice with me. I'm going to be doing this practice alongside with you as well. And to do this, you need that sacred space, a quiet room. I want you to turn any distractions off. Make sure you have this sacred time for yourself and make sure that you have what you need. So journal and a pen, non-negotiable. You need a journal and a pen. I love getting a really just specific journal just for this practice. And at the very top, I just write 2021. And I know that that whole journal is going to be just this year. I also write a lot and I like to return to this practice again and again. And, you know, so for you, maybe you don't need that much space as in a whole brand new notebook. But if you want, I'm going to give you an opportunity or the option at the end of the practice. There might be something that you want to burn at the end of this. Actually having a ceremony where you light a page, a couple pages, the whole damn thing on fire and watch it go up into smoke. Right. So actually having that practical release of 2021 helps us to energetically let go. So if you know you're going to want to burn this notebook at the end of it, make sure you get a separate journal just for this practice. Okay. And maybe you don't want to burn it at all. It's also really cool to return to these if you keep them. I'm a burn it all, fuck this shit, I am done kind of person. So I, and I also like, <laughs> I like fire ceremony. Okay. But it's also cool to return to these at the end of every year. Like at the end of this, you're going to have a really cool collection of like a year in review kind of thing. So if you want to keep them and you feel good about it, do it. It's all about how you feel around the energy of everything you've written today. Mothers deserve the absolute best. So this Mother's Day, spoil the moms in your life with little luxuries from Osea. Osea's skin and body care is the perfect way to remind all the moms, mother figures, caregivers, grandmothers, and mother-in-laws in your life to make time for themselves. If you have been looking for the perfect gift, I recommend Osea's Andaria Algae Body Oil. I've been using it for years, and it seems like every single time I apply it, I get compliments on my skin. 
This body oil is rich, but it's never greasy and it's clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. Your skin will feel more sculpted and toned and you'll be left feeling silky, soft and glowing. Another favorite of mine is the Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. Ever since I've been using collagen, I have noticed a difference in my skin. In fact, it's never been better. Using Osea's body oil and lotion together is a mega moisture duo, giving you a full body glow. Osea's products are infused with our signature Andaria seaweed, but it's also clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Really just a perfect gift for yourself, the moms in your life, and even the planet. Spoil the moms in your life with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code YOGA at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use the code YOGA for 10% off. So you bring your cup of tea, you light a candle, you make sure you're super comfortable, you have what you need. Maybe you're doing this on your yoga mat or at an altar space. Maybe you're doing this with friends. I love seeing that, people coming together to do these sacred practices together as one. If you're with someone, you can also talk about what you're writing, right? You can have moments of conversation or moments of sharing come up around what's been going on this year. And we know that anytime we are in a vulnerable space with another human being and we actually share what we feel, we go much deeper. So if you have a best friend, a person, a family member, someone you want to do this with, go ahead and invite them in. Now, as we begin, you have the option and the space to press pause on this podcast as many times as you want. You're probably going to want to do it probably after every single journaling prompt. I'm going to give just a little bit of space. Every time I share a prompt, I'm going to give a little bit of space and I'll talk about my own experience and share a little bit of my own journey of the year as you write. But chances are you're going to want to write way more than we have space for in this show. So you just hit pause anytime you need and you continue writing, right? Maybe you want to set a little timer for every prompt and just go, okay, I'm going to take five minutes for every journaling prompt in silence to just write. Maybe it's 10 minutes, maybe it's 20. You choose, okay? We have a lot of prompts and practices to get through. So you decide how much time you want to spend on each one. But remember, pause anytime you need more space. And that's the lay of the land, okay? So before we write, make sure you have everything ready. I want us to take a moment to ground into the body, of course. So let's find a comfortable seat, a comfortable space to sit, get comfortable in your body. I'm sensing this need to ground. I don't know about you, but even... The idea of contemplating 2021 gives me a little bit of a tremble. (laughs) There's been a lot coming our way this year, and I think we all need to ground, right? Really ground. So um, I've uncrossed my legs. I'm sitting on a chair. I have the soles of my feet completely grounded to the earth. And if you're sitting cross-legged, just increase your connection to the earth right now. Root down through your seat. And from that place of grounding, grow really tall. Let the crown of the head rise. And steady yourself here right at your center. Eyes can softly close if that feels good. And then take a moment just to check in with your hands in this moment. Palms of the hands can ground down onto the knees or in your lap. 
Or maybe you want to turn the palms of the hands up so you're in a space where you can receive the energy from this past year that is ready to come your way. Heart is lifted and open. And start to tune into your breath here. Just keeping a long, steady breath in through the nose. And a long, steady breath out through the nose. And take a few moments just like that. Bringing all of your presence here now. Feeling the sensation of the breath. And feeling the sensation of your body. Noticing your heart beating. Getting totally present in this moment with everything this moment has brought you. And as you continue this present breath, take a moment right now to contemplate where you are at in life in this moment. And you can start on that micro level of this very, very present moment, just the space you're sitting in right now, feeling the earth or the chair or the seat beneath you, the clothes on your skin, the energy of the space you're in, of this room. And just notice and sensing where you are here now. And from that place, start to zoom out a little bit. And in your mind's eye, see your life. Your life in this moment. Your life situation in this moment. What has life brought you in this here now? What is your present, because of course it's a present thing, it's always changing, shifting, evolving, but your present life situation, this experience that you're having of life today, what is it like? How are you feeling in your life right now? It's the end of the year. It's the end of 2021. And everything that 2021 has brought you has led you to this place where you are right now, listening to these words. So just take a few breaths as you sense the energy of your life in this moment. Are you content? Do you feel grounded? Happy? Grateful? Do you feel disconnected, confused, a little numb, perhaps, overwhelmed, sad, angry? Just take a few moments to feel from this place you're sitting right now, the energy of your experience of this life. And then noticing as you continue breathing, what acknowledging this energy is like for you. If this year has brought you a lot of heavy things and you're sitting here now feeling overwhelmed or feeling sad, just take a moment to feel inside what acknowledging that actually is like. Because we can know on a mind level, on that logical level, that oh, this year was really hard. 
And we can know it without letting it in, without feeling it. So let your heart soften a little bit and give yourself space to feel it. And if the energy you're feeling right now is one of excitement, transformation, happiness, joy, gratitude, love, sensing that and noticing inside of you what acknowledging that feels like. If it's something you've been just aware of in your mind, can you let that energy sink in? Basically, wherever you are and whatever is here, let it in. This is where you are now. This is your life now. And everything that's come your way this year and in your life so far has led you to this place. So let's own this moment. Let's really arrive to this moment. Allow ourselves to tap into a place of absolute truth without holding back, without running away, without having to change or fix anything at all. Just allow this moment to be what it is. Here you are. This is it right now. And with that, we take the deepest breath of the day so far. Inhale, fill up. Open the mouth. Exhale it out. Hmm. Gently blink your eyes open. I want you to open to the first page of your notebook and write 2021 in the big as letters at the very top, okay, 2021. And as you look at that, 2021, see if you want to embellish that a little bit. This is the title of the book we're writing, <laughs> basically. So just sensing the energy of that for a little bit. You might want to underline it. Maybe you're covering it with hearts and flowers. Maybe there's <laughs> another energy to that little doodle. And the first place we're going to go right now, our very first journaling prompt, our first contemplation is, what is the overall feeling that 2021 has brought you? The overall feeling, so just contemplating the year from beginning to end, the overall feeling, as far as you can tell right now, what is the overall energy, vibration, emotion, feeling that 2021 brought your way. So right as our very first prompt, 2021 was. 2021 was. That's it. And you just fill in that blank. 2021 was. We're not going to spend too much time here. This is the overall energy and feeling that this year has brought you. 2021 was a shit show. <laughs> That is the first word that comes to mind for me. It wasn't when I wrote, when I was journaling on this yesterday, but as I'm sitting here now, 2021 was a shit show. <laughs> for me, it was life-changing. 2021 was hard. It was a uh, falling apart. 
it was a a rebirth in a in a sense a new beginning that i didn't know i was asking for you know for me 2021 was uncertainty wrapped up in a bow 2021 was the hardest year of my life ooh even saying that gives me a the goosebumps but not the right kind not the good kind so on your own in your own space really just feel into the energy of 2021 and of course your experience is going to be completely different than mine and totally your own but as we go along for this practice I'll share my own insights my own feelings as a doorway in for you to go deeper on your own let's take a minute or so here 2021 was and you just write as many words or as many sentences as you feel is appropriate it's kind of the the headline of the year right it's like the tagline I guess of the year and sensing as you write you know immediately any feelings that come up inside of you for me I got that little shiver it's like oh I look back at this year and it was so overwhelming it was so hard but it was also Hmm. the more I write about it, it was a falling apart, but where I am now, I can sense a purpose to it. You know, I had another year of my life where I felt like everything was falling apart and it felt purposeless. This year, somehow through it all, I've had this sense of goodness at the very foundation of it all. It's been hard to connect to at times, but as things have been falling apart and falling away, I've still been anchored in that knowing that new things will fall, will come together from here. You know, things have to fall apart to come back together. So although this year was the hardest year of my life, it's also been a rebirth, an absolute rebirth. Start to wrap up that sentence on what 2021 was for you. You just put a little period point at the end of that. And then take a deep breath in, open the mouth, exhale. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
Okay, for our next prompt, and this is going to be just so we have a little bit of a map so we can actually remember what 2021 was. I find this to be a really good practice so we don't forget where we've been, what we've done. We, I call this 2021 at a glance. 2021 at a glance or the year at a glance. It's basically 2021 timeline. So you're going to write 2021 at a glance at the top. And then starting with January 1st of 2021, so the first day of the year, it can also be a good moment to remind yourself of just the energy you felt (laughs) when the year was first beginning, you know, if you were feeling positive or excited or dreading it, or just bring yourself back to that place almost an entire year ago, and then go through where you were this year, month by month, okay? So you can write out all the months as you go, just January, of course, beginning with January. What happened in January? Where were you? You know, did you travel anywhere? Did you go someplace? Did something notable happen in January? What was the energy of January? This is not a long, long, long write and write and write about January kind of thing, but basically your January highlights, okay? And then once you have those highlights, maybe January wasn't a really exciting month. You're going to have months where it's like nothing happened. (laughs) I was home or I was sick or I was just working or, you know, not super exciting things. But try to remember month by month what came your way there then. What is kind of the, the theme of January or something big that came your way, something worth remembering and writing down. So you go from January to February all the way through the year until you get to December, which is going to lead you to this moment. So if you want to pause the podcast to give yourself lots and lots and lots of space here, you can. I'll go through my monthly highlights just a little bit as you write, because you might also just want to write a sentence or two about each month. You decide, you know, when I do this practice on my own, I've had years where I just bullet point like month by month. And I have three bullet points for each month. It's like January, what happened then? This, 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 February, this, this, this. And then I've had some years where I feel like, wow, so much came my way that when I go into every month, I really have the energy to write about each month. Oh, January, here's how I was feeling. I remember that. And then I had this thing happen with that person and that, you know, and you get a little more philosophical about it. This is your practice. You choose. The point of this is to give you a really wide and easy to digest scope of what did you actually do in 2021? What actually came your way? What are the milestones and the highlights, good and bad, of course. We're not just talking good things here, (laughs) good as in things we wished for, right? We're talking all things. Highlights, milestones can be moments of grief, moments of anxiety, can be losing someone, losing a relationship. You know, highlights are just the big things, right? So as you write, feel free to pause at any time. I'm going to go through mine. So January, this was a fun one. Of course, going back to the intention that we had last year is a really big one. We're going to do that in the next prompt, so you don't have to focus on your intention yet. But I was really excited about about January. You know, when 2020 was for all of us, I think a really scary year when the pandemic actually hit. So I think for a lot of us, January was like, oh, 2021 is going to be so much better than 2022. And I remember January for me, I really thought that this year was going to be like my year, you know, that it was going to be light at the end of the tunnel after 2020. I was very positive, very optimistic, a little bit naive. 
For me, the big notable thing that happened in January was I really solidified my relationship with tea. I found tea at the end of 2020 and January for me was a really big month for tea, which changed my life. And I also started running for the first time in my life, like kind of longish distance running. I ran every single day, all month of January, every day, every day I ran. I went for a run and I started with a 2K and then a 5K and then a 7K and then I did a 10K and I felt like I was on top of the world. I was feeling good in my body in January. That's my highlight. February, I got really sick again as I'd been on and off stayed super sick, was miserable, wasn't getting better, cried every day. March, I got even more sick. Things got worse and worse and worse. I was sick for a long time. And it was in March that we did some mold testing on our house. And then Leia had a birthday mid-March. We got the results that our house was riddled with mold and had to move out overnight, had to move out. April, If I look at the year, April was the hardest month of the year for me. Absolutely, the maybe one of the hardest months of my entire life. We losing all of our belongings and not knowing where to live and losing the house. And it was just the lowest point of the year was April as a whole. And at the very end of April, I said, fuck this shit. And I took my daughter and I went to Sweden. You know, we left. May was a rediscovering of my homeland for me it was a cold spring in Sweden it was a really sad and difficult time but it was also this big powerful awakening of my roots in a sense so I look back at May now and even though I know May was hard it was a a month of rediscovery absolutely of rediscovery and I had a hard month with Leia and I was missing Dennis he wasn't with us but May was one of those months that was hard and beautiful at the same time. In June, we were in Sweden still. We had summer in Sweden. I spent most of June foraging and really returning to nature in the most powerful way. July was like one of those months where I can't really remember what I did. (laughs) We're going to have months like that where like, what happened that month? I don't know. Maybe we want to go back into our calendars and check. But July for me was like, we were in Sweden and that was that. (laughs) August, we went back to Aruba and kind of started getting serious about moving, about actually not living in Aruba anymore, moving across the world. September was kind of a hard month. We were sick the entire month, on and off, rotating in the family. In October, I went to Costa Rica. I had two weeks solo trip in Costa Rica, which was so magical and beautiful. November, last month, I spent the whole month prepping for this move. And December, leading up to this moment, I'm sitting here right now, literally moving to Sweden. (laughs) So it's chaos and it's magic at the same time. That is my little year at a glance, right? So it can be just a couple sentences. You can go really deep. You decide. But by now, I hope that you've kind of outlined the space. Of course, pause the podcast anytime you want. But as you finish December... I want you to take a moment to really look at this timeline that you have right now. Look at this year at a glance and just kind of look at January through February, through March, through April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, feeling the cyclical nature of this year, just noticing how 
even though the whole year, the year as a whole has a really specific energy, right? Oftentimes we like to make things very binary. We like to make them good or bad, right? Fun or terrible. Like we have always, it's that or this or that. And take a moment just to hold right now how this year brought you so much. It was not just one thing. It was not one thing and then another thing. But this year brought you just this hugely complex roller coasters of highs and lows of some really beautiful things and some really, really, really hard moments. And that if you look at these months, like look at your hardest month of the year and really hold the fact that you came out of that, right? And the, the moment you had after that where you started feeling better and things felt good again. And then probably then they got a little worse again and then they got a little better again. Just looking at the year at a glance like this, at least for me, is really helpful to remember the cyclical nature of this world, right? That our experiences are never one thing, that everything changes all the time. And if the season you're in right now in this moment is really hard, looking at this year hopefully will bring you some solace and trust that good things are coming your way. Let's take a huge breath in. Open the mouth and exhale it out. Now we are going to do a stream of consciousness moment of journaling. Now I love this stream of consciousness journaling means I'm going to give you a really short beginning sentence, like a very short beginning sentence. And from the moment your pen hits the paper and you write that sentence down, you just keep writing. Okay. You just keep writing. You keep writing. You don't stop for anything. Keep writing. And the reason for this is you want to get to a place where you don't think so much about what you're writing, but where you speed up the process of actually putting your pen to paper a little bit more so that you can just purge what came your way, right? So this prompt I'm going to give you, and I'll share it a couple of times, is in 2021, I, in 2021, I, in 2021, I. In 2021, I, so you just write that sentence. The moment your pen hits paper, don't pick the pen back up. So don't think about it. Just write. What did you do? What did you feel? What came your way? It could look something like in 2021, I was super sick. I swam naked in ice cold water. I picked more blueberries than I could ever eat. I lost almost all of my belongings. I fought with Dennis so much. I drank more tea than I drank anything else. I cried every day. I laughed every day. I felt so grateful. I was so scared. I foraged dandelions. I released the most beautiful course. I changed my life. I just write. Okay, just write sentence by sentence by sentence by sentence by sentence. Everything that pops into your head, large and small, painful and beautiful in 2021, I just go, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep writing, keep writing, keep writing. And I will let you know when it's time to pause.
Now finishing your last sentence, put your pen aside and we'll take a deep, deep breath together. Inhale. Open the mouth. Exhale. I love this practice. Of course, you can keep going if you want to, but writing that kind of stream of consciousness way, it becomes poetry, right? It really does become poetry. For our next prompt, we are going to revisit the intention that we set for this year, okay? We're not going to spend a ton of time there, but it's always really good to just circle back to what intention did you set last year and how did it unfold, okay? So the next prompt is simple. The intention I set for 2021 was, now you fill in that blank. The intention I set for 2021 was, write that down. It should be a sentence or two, especially if you did this practice last year. Now, if you don't remember your intention at all, I had a moment where I'm like, I need to revisit that because I really feel like my intention morphed and changed throughout the year. I kind of abandoned ship completely when it came to manifesting the things I wanted to manifest this year and just focused on surviving it. But my intention for 2021 was to stay with myself, to be here now, and to trust that when I honor my needs, everything will fall into place. That was my intention. The word of the year that I had was me. Okay. (laughs) So I want you to write down your intention, what it was for this year, and what your word of the year was so that you're really clear about it. Okay. And then from there, the next prompt is, of course, how did that intention manifest itself? You know, if you really look at that intention now, just take a moment to take it in. How did this intention manifest itself throughout 2021? What did you receive around this intention? Were you able to anchor into that intent? Were you able to receive the things that you were longing for at the beginning of the year? So take a moment and write about that a little bit. Just free writing how this intention manifested itself in your life. So it's interesting because especially if we had a really specific idea around our intention, like here is what I want. And if you do these practices with me every year, you know that the intention that we set, the actual end main intention, it's never material, right? It's always something emotional and energetic that we want to bring in. Um, But oftentimes attached to that, we have material outcomes that we want. And we'll go into that next week for the big intention setting practice. But if you look at it now, I mean, if I remember my intention and I really look at what I wanted, I didn't get anything the way I wanted it. (laughs) But, you know, if I look at my goals that I set for all the areas of my life, almost none of them really happened. Some of them happened, but not all of them. But, and I really feel like, oh, universe was just conspiring against me all year. I didn't get anything I wanted. I had so much loss. It was so hard. But when I look at my intention, holy shit, my intention was to stay with myself, to be here now and to trust that when I honor my needs, everything will fall into place. And the word I had of the year was me. And if there's anything I can really say confidently now sitting at the end of the year is that. I stayed with myself. I continued to set boundaries in really healthy ways. I remained with all of my sacred practices that keep me in the moment. And I did so with much more power than I ever have before because I had to, right? Because life was so hard. And it really was a year for me to discover and honor my needs. Actually, 
<laughs> my intention really unfolded, right? I, I, I got what I asked for. It just didn't happen at all in the way I wanted it. <laughs> so take a moment just to honor and notice if that's the case for you. How oftentimes when we set these intentions, we think we know, right? We think we know so much stuff. We think like, I want this and that and this and that, and this is going to happen this way. And it's like, life doesn't give us what we want. It gives us what we need. And probably I wouldn't have been able to embody my intention if I didn't have a really hard year, right? That toughness of this year brought me to a place where I had to embody my intention, right? I couldn't be lazy about it. I had to do it to make it. So it's a really be- can be a really beautiful full circle moment to revisit that intention and our word of the year, right? So as you finish wrapping up how your intention manifested itself throughout this year, and put a period point at the end of that last sentence and we'll take a big breath together inhale open the mouth exhale okay so spinning off of that our next practice our next prompt is what did 2021 teach you okay this is a big one what did this past year teach you So 2021 taught me, right? Just keep writing. You can do this as you begin each prompt with a question, like what did 2021 teach me? And then you just answer the question, or you can do it the prompt kind of way where you fill in the blank at the end of the sentence. 2021 taught me, you decide. So this is a big one, okay, of course. And it requires you to get really present with where you are now, really anchor into the epiphanies that you've had about life and about yourself over this year, right? Really tap into the lessons that came out of what most likely were very hard teachings. Because if it's one thing we know for sure is the biggest lessons that we ever get about life, about the universe, about ourselves, about these big, big, big things, they very rarely come our way through easy times. <laughs> okay. When we're having a fun go at life, everything is just aligned and flowing and we're having so much fun. Everything's great. We don't generally learn shit that way, right? We learn through going through obstacles and hard things. We learn through hard things, through grief, through pain, through fear, through resentment, through loss. Like that's, that's how we get to those place of actually reaching that next state, that next level of our consciousness. That's how we evolve. That's how we grow. And it sucks. I know it sucks that that's what life is, but it just is what it is. So in 2021, what did you learn? What did 2021 actually teach you? And you could have had some beautiful outcomes and learnings through beautiful experiences. Maybe they were all through hard experiences, but take a moment to really write there. Maybe you want to hit pause on the show and give yourself a lot of space This could require like five, 10 whole minutes just to write 2021 taught me for me. Oh, I feel like I could return to this contemplation a million times, but I think the biggest thing that 2021 taught me is that when I'm ready for something new, like when in my heart and soul and in my body, I'm ready to level up. I'm ready to get to the next place in life. If I don't let go, you know, if I don't soften, if I don't let the universe take me where I'm supposed to go, if I don't listen, then the universe is just going to 
pull life out from underneath me and do it for me, (laughs) right? That's really my big, big lesson that when I'm ready for something new and that new is always something good at the end, right? But if I don't let go, then life will do it for me. Life will pull those things from my life. Life will rip those things I felt were so precious out of my hands. And it's painful and it's hard and it's horrible, but it's good. (laughs) And I say that for my own life in this moment, um, having gone through this year, but yeah, if I can't let go, life will help me. And that helping will feel like loss. It will feel like trauma. I will feel like pain. And it is loss and trauma and pain. But at the end of it, if I stay really anchored and I stay here now and I keep doing the work, most likely, I mean, I can't say always because I only know what I know up until this moment. Well, then life will bring me where I'm supposed to go. 2021, this was the year I learned everything. Once you finish this piece of writing, you know, take the time you need. We'll take a deep, full breath in. Open the mouth. Exhale. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, moving on to our next prompt. It's time to lighten this energy a little bit. In 2021, what was wonderful? Mm. Oh, now I got good goosebumps. (laughs) I love how there are good goosebumps and bad goosebumps. I just got good goosebumps. In 2021, what was wonderful? And if you want, you can look at your timeline a little bit just to remind yourself of what you went through this year, or maybe you can just feel it in this moment. You had some truly magical things come your way this year. I know you did. You had revelations about yourself. You learned stuff. You had beautiful moments with people you love. You had wonderful moments in nature, moments of self-care. A lot of beautiful things came your way in 2021. I know it. What were they? You can write the most wonderful parts of this year was, were, was, or was. Hmm. You can write my most wonderful moments this year were, or just answer the question in 2021, what was wonderful for me? One of the first things that really comes to mind about wonder and something being truly wonderful this year is tea. might sound funny, but I've had so many truly wonderful and powerful moments, mornings and evenings, sitting at my tea table, just breathing, drinking tea. I've had a really beautiful connection with nature unfold and come my way through my tea practice. Of course, what's been wonderful has been Leia and Dennis. I've had a hard year with Dennis, but we also had some of our most beautiful moments this year as we We've made it through hard things together. And Leia, I mean, motherhood in 2021 has been something special. Wow. She is, she's the light of my life. 
And if I just, if I just look at 2021 from the lens of Leah and my time with Leah, then 2021, I mean, the, the word of the whole year is just wonderful. Like everything with her has been wonderful. I've learned so much about life through her and about play and about joy. And I'm so grateful I had these moments. Now, the other wonderful things for me has been rediscovering Sweden, rediscovering a deep, heartfelt, completely rooted sense of connection to nature. I feel like this year was the year I, I came back home in so many ways. And it's funny because I'm also coming back home to my country of origin, right? To the place I was born. And there are so many synchronicities and so many wonderful things truly came out of the very hard things that came my way this year. I would love for you to give yourself lots of time to journal on what was wonderful for you this year. You can even go into different areas of your life. You can break this prompt up into pieces, like go as deep as you can, because especially if the overall feeling of the year has been hard, which I know it's been for a lot of people, it's so important that we don't forget about the beauty, right? That we don't just focus on all the stuff that was difficult, but that we really hold the power and the magnitude of the beauty and the magic and the joy and the gratitude that we stay with that and that we honor that. So I want you to spend more time here than you have in any of the other prompts, okay? Especially if you run out of things to write about and it's like, oh, about the things that were hard, you can write and write and write and write. But the things that were wonderful, it's like we come up short. That happens to me a lot. I tend to naturally focus more on the things that are in the shadow than I do things in the light. So especially then, then give yourself more time and really contemplate also, why is it harder to write about the things that were truly magical and beautiful? And if that's not the case for you, and it's super easy to write about your joy, just spend time here and really enjoy the feeling that spurs or that stirs inside of you from connecting to the joy you experienced this year, because I know you had so much of that too. Once you've taken your time there, so of course, pause the podcast. You're not, we're not going to sit here for, in 10 minutes in silence. You pause the show. Okay. You're on your own. You're good. Um, we move on to the next prompt. The next prompt is who have you been the closest to in 2021? And this is a, a lovely one. I think, especially if you give yourself a little bit of time to tune into if there's been an unexpected connection that you've seen this year. So of course we have our closest ones that are always there. Like for me, it's Dennis and Leah. That's it. That these are my people. But Aside from your spouse or your partner or your immediate family or your best friend, like the people that we always are like, these are my closest. Have you seen any unexpected connections this year? Did you make a new friend this year? Right? Did an acquaintance become an actual friend? Did a friend become a best friend? Did you deepen your connection and level of intimacy with people in your life? Write about that. I think a lot of us throughout the past two years, we've had different kinds of experiences when it comes to relating. We might have had some relationships fall away and make way for new relationships. And it's important, I think, that we honor them, especially if there's an unexpected or a new person there that really, that you were really close to this year. For me, of course, it's Dennis and Leah and one of my best friends, her name is Michaela. We've become closer than we've ever been before this year was like our year together. We both went through something similar and something really challenging. 
and it bonded us in such a beautiful way. And I am so grateful that I get to add a, a, a person that normally isn't at the top of who I was the closest to. It's like, yes, I'm so grateful for her. And I'm so grateful I got to make space to deepen that relationship that really has brought me so, so, so much. So writing there, take your time. And when you feel ready, we'll take a cleansing breath here. Just a little pause. Let's take a full breath in through the nose. Open the mouth and exhale. Now, this might be a good time for you to do a little shake, a little shimmy, a little like get up out of your seat, move your body a little bit. You can shake your shoulders, your hips, your arms, your legs, jump up and down a little bit. Just move, like take 30 seconds right now just to move your body so that we don't get too stagnant in our seat right now. I know this is a lot of time spent journaling and sitting here. So take a little break, shake something out, grab another cup of tea or some water, whatever you need. And then a full breath in, open the mouth, let it out. <sighs> okay. Now we are getting to the end of our practice. So for the next prompt, not the end end, but we're getting closer to the end. Looking at 2021 as a whole, okay, you look at the whole year, the way the year is right now, what are you grateful for? And we're going to journal on this in a slightly different way. So it's not stream of consciousness journaling and not you answering a question. But I want you to begin each sentence with thank you. Okay. You're going to look at what you are grateful for in the whole year as a whole. Of course, there's no wrong way to do this. And you begin each sentence with the words thank you. Okay. It could look something like this. Thank you for the purge of all the things I thought I needed but didn't. Thank you for showing me a new direction in life. Thank you for bringing me opportunities to be really, really brave. Thank you for the skinny dipping, the barefoot walks, the trees I got to hug. Thank you, Leah, for bringing joy and purpose to my life every day. Thank you, Dennis, for being my anchor and braving the storms with me and for not giving up even when things were so hard. Thank you, mom, for helping me understand my need for boundaries and that love can be just as strong from afar. Thank you, Mother Earth, for guiding me home. Thank you, 2021, for helping me let go of the old so I could make space for the new. Thank you for, thank you for, thank you. Just continue, okay? There's no wrong way to do this. You'll just start every single sentence with thank you. And then you write down something you are grateful for this year, as if you're talking to 2021, talking to this year, talking to the things that came your way, talking to the people in your life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You can write 10 thank yous. You can write 100 thank yous. You decide how deep you want to go and how much time you want to spend here. But of course, it's gratitude. So the more, the better. Now is a good time to pause the podcast and give yourself the time you need. And after all of those thank yous, take a moment right now to look at what you've written to feel the power of this gratitude residing in your body. So this is not just the idea of gratitude or gratitude we think about or even just wanting to be grateful for stuff, but let this be gratitude embodied. Feel it in your body. Feel this presence of this big thank you. And really feel how this thank you isn't just a saying thank you for the things that you appreciate, you know, good and bad, hard and easy. 
It's not just saying thank you for something in your past, but embodying that thank you actually shapes what you are able to bring in to your life in the future. This gratitude has a real potential to change your life. So get real with your gratitude and get serious with your gratitude. Embody that gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll take another deep breath in. Another deep breath out. The next one is going to take us on a bit of a journey. Okay. You're ready. I know you're ready. What is a hard lesson that you learned in 2021 that you never want to learn ever again? Ooh, I'm getting the bad goosebumps again. <laughs> I'm getting the shivers again. What is a hard lesson you don't ever want to have to learn ever again? Something that you learned this year, but you learned it the hard way, right? Some big realization that you had, something you've learned about yourself or about life, some big epiphany, some understanding, a piece of wisdom that you have downloaded from spirit this year, but you don't want to have to learn that lesson again. I know that there is a pattern in your life that's been repeating itself again and again and again. I know that there's probably a past wound or something really hard from your childhood or from your past, and it keeps resurfacing in your life in different ways. It's like you find yourself in that same kind of similar feeling place again and again. And every year it shows up in a different way, right? And you're working with it, you're healing with it, it's changing, it's transforming. And there's one of those big things, right? That you have learned a big fat piece of wisdom from this year and you don't want to go back and have to do that thing again. What is the pattern of some place you keep finding yourself again and again that you don't want to revisit, right? Maybe this was the year that you realized once and for all that you are done with people taking advantage of you, or you are done with people walking all over you. You are done not having any boundaries with certain people in your life. It could be that you've had people cross your boundaries again and again and again, and you're trying to wiggle your way through and make it work and adapt and find ways to make the relationship work. And this was the year where you went, hey, I'm not doing that again. I'm not going back into that pattern. I'm not going back into that dynamic and that relationship. I don't want to learn this lesson again, right? That is a really good example. I think a lot, just, we've had a lot of conversations on this podcast too about boundaries this year. There's something there. It doesn't have to be boundary specifically, just an example, but there's something there in your life that you have revisited for the final time, right? That's you feel so done with that you don't want to pick back up again and have to revisit and have to learn a hard lesson around that once, once more, right? You're done. So take a moment to really sit with that. What is a hard lesson that you don't want to ever learn again? And the reason I call this a lesson, it's because this is something that is within your control, right? Like the lessons we learn from loss, like grief, someone dying, is not that kind of lesson because that's something that happens completely out of our control. We cannot control it. We can't change or shift anything that's happened around that. That's just life doing life, right? I'm talking about a lesson, meaning something that is within your control that you have to keep relearning because you're not dropping the pattern, right? It could be something as, you know, could be boundaries, I think is a good example. It could also be uh, how you take care of yourself, 
Every single year, do you go back to the same vow? Like this year, I'm going to sleep better. I'm going to really focus on my sleep. This year, I'm going to, it's going to be the year for me where I rest more. Or this is going to be the year where I really nourish my body with good, healthy foods. And then you lose it. Or this year, I am going to move my body in ways that feels good. And then you don't, you know, maybe there is something around your self-care that you make promises to yourself again and again, and then you break them really easily. There's some lesson there that you continue to learn that you are done with. And I want you to get really clear on what that is so that you identify it. And you're going to bring that with you into the intention setting for next week, of course, because setting boundaries between us and us, and that's what we're doing in this practice, right? Really deciding, I don't want that anymore. I don't want to eat all that junk that makes me feel like shit every day anymore. Like that's an example of that. Or I don't want to wake up every morning feeling like crap because I keep going to bed too late. It's like we make these promises to ourselves and we don't keep them. I want you to identify one of those things, if it's relational or just between you and you, that you feel so convinced of that you're done. This is a hard lesson that you've had to learn. You're not going to learn it again. This is it. Take a moment to identify that. Let's see how long you want to spend journaling. I think a couple of minutes on this should be good. For me, a hard lesson I don't ever want to learn again is when I break the boundaries I set within myself, I show the whole entire world that my boundaries are meant to be broken. And this is something that's taken me a lifetime to figure out that when I keep breaking my own boundaries, I set boundaries, I state what I want, and then I am the one who crosses those boundaries. I'm the one who gives in. I'm the one who says, okay, it's fine. We can do that anyway, or it's fine. It's fine. Even though it's not fine. I am telling the world that my boundaries are not set, right? I'm telling the world that they're meant to be broken. And I have been doing this to myself my entire life. And this is the year where I learned that lesson in the hardest, hardest, hardest way. That there's no such thing as a half boundary, as saying, this is not okay with me, I can't allow this into my life, and then two weeks later go, okay, well, I guess it's fine, just don't do it that badly, you know, because that's what I keep doing. And then I go round and round and round in this little cycle of feeling really bad in my life, not feeling good, feeling stepped on. And I don't want to learn that lesson again. So that means part of my intention for next year is going to be around withholding and upholding my own boundaries and not letting myself cross my boundaries, which allows other people to do that too. Let's see where you go with this prompt, where it takes you. When you feel ready, we'll take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Okay, it is time for our second to last prompt of this practice. Holy moly, we're getting to a really, really big one. Okay, this is a huge one. This is kind of the embodiment of everything we've been talking about all throughout this practice. This is a huge, big piece. So I want you to take your time here. This might be one where it's good to contemplate a little bit deeper or even share with another person so that... It's actually talking about it that's going to bring you to a level that's deep enough that you get to actual truth, okay? So if you feel like you're just scratching at the surface at this when you journal, find a friend and go, hey, let's talk about this because this is a really fun and exciting, you know, fun, maybe not, but interesting conversation to have, okay? So what are you leaving behind in 2021? 
What are you leaving behind in 2021? What are you letting go of? Seriously, what are you letting go of? And we talk about letting go on this show a whole ton. I am not talking about what are you letting go of as in like, oh, I'm not going to do that thing again, or I'm not going to be with that person again. Or I'm talking like there is a visceral primal part deep inside of you that is so fucking done with something. Okay. That is so done with something. You feel so ready to purge this something from your life that you, you can't even imagine entering 2022 carrying this shit with you, okay? It's not the light thing, the little changes you want to make, the little habits, the little things. This is the big, big, big things that you are leaving behind in 2021. Experiences that came your way, stuff that happened, frustrations, pains, traumas, patterns. The thing that you just, you can't. You can't carry this anymore. You won't carry this anymore. There's no way in hell you are crossing the threshold of a new year, lugging this old played out thing with you. What are you leaving behind in 2021? What are you letting go of? In 2021, I am leaving behind, meaning you're not bringing this with you into the new year. In 2021, I am leaving behind. Just journal on that. Continue to write. Go really, really, really deep. And if you find an area that you start writing about here that strikes a chord inside of you, meaning that all of a sudden you feel emotion there, all of a sudden tears come, or all of a sudden you feel uncomfortable, or you feel a little hot and fired up, or you know, you just feel a trigger of an emotion inside of you by writing about this thing, that means you've struck gold, okay? That means don't skip over that because it's uncomfortable and go to another thing. It means focus on that area. You're going to find something that came your way and it could be something that's been coming your way every fucking year. And this is the year where it's like, I'm done. It could be something brand new that came your way this year that you really want to leave behind and not have it be a thing that continues into the next year. It could be all, a lot of different things. You know, it could be people, it could be experiences, it could be baggage, it could be feelings, it could be how you treat yourself, how you let other people treat you, something hard, something heavy right? A lot of heavy things, perhaps. In 2021, I am leaving behind. I want you to write and write and write and write and write your heart out. Because this is the single most important piece of this practice that we get really clear on what we are done with. Get really clear on what you are done with. If you want to pause the podcast and give yourself a long ass time, do it. Meanwhile, I will share... what am I leaving behind of 2021? The first thing that comes to mind, and I see this word, if I close my eyes, I can see it in front of me and it's, it's written in big black green letters, just dripping with yuckiness, mold. Okay. And I know I've been talking about mold on this show a whole lot this year. I almost feel like I want to apologize for all the mold talk that I've had on this podcast this year. It's been impossible for me to not talk about the mold because the mold upended my life. But if it's one thing I am not bringing with me into next year, it's fucking mold. I am so done. I'm so done. I'm done talking about mold. I'm done thinking about mold. I feel done healing or fighting to heal from mold. I'm done cleaning up mold. I'm done renovating because of mold. I'm done rearranging my life because of mold. And I'm done fighting over mold. Holy shit have my husband and I been fighting. It's our one topic of fights this whole entire year. And it's been a big one. I am so done with mold. I am leaving behind the mold. I'm leaving behind every 
every moldy thing in my life, including every conversation, every thought, every fear, every, oh, I'm done. I'm so done. I'm so done. Like I'm, I'm speaking this now to you and I'm, I'm moving my hands up and down because I'm like crawling out of my skin. That's how done I am with this mold. Okay. There's something in your life that you feel as done with (laughs) as I feel done with mold. Okay. It's a pain. It's a hurt. It's a person. It's a thing. I know it's there. I want you to get to that level. Okay. (laughs) And the mold for me, of course, it's a superficial thing because it's not something that's been in my life a long time. But the mold for me is a physical representation of the toxicity that was present in my life. It was a visual representation, manifestation of toxic relationships and toxic dynamics that I've had in my life, my entire life. So it wasn't this isolated thing, but it represents so much more. It represents how I allowed other people to treat me. It represents my lack of boundaries. It represents so much. And I am so done with it. I'm done. I'm also really done with the stuff, like I feel that so intensely with having too much stuff physically, having a lot of material belongings that were weighing my life down and clouding my life. And just this idea of like how I used to live. I had a, we had a shed over there and a storage unit over there. And then every closet of my house was somehow stuffed with stuff, right? That I really thought I needed. And, you know, it was baby things. What if we have another baby or nostalgic things? I don't want to let go of that or clothes that maybe one day I will wear or it was just stuff everywhere. And I feel so ready for a light life. I feel so ready for a lighter life that isn't weighed down by things I don't actually even need. So I'm leaving behind the mold. I'm leaving behind stuff And stuff for me also relates to a lot of fear. Like I accumulate a lot of stuff thinking I'm going to need it all, you know, like a a sense of lack or a sense of not having enough. And I want to leave that behind. I am so ready to step into this embodied feeling of I have everything I'm ever going to need, regardless of what my outer circumstances look like. Just this inner trust that I am held and taken care of. I want that. And to get to that place, I have to leave that fear behind and I have to leave that lacking mindset behind. Oh, you can probably hear in my voice how done I am, right? I want you to tap into that energy and be done. And you, I even knocked my microphone over, (laughs) just knocked my microphone over because I'm talking so vividly with my hands right now. Give yourself time here. And if you can find a person to talk to, just like call them up and be like, Hey, like, let's grab a cup of tea. Let's sit down. Or if they're joining you for this practice, even better, let's talk about what are we leaving behind in 2021? Like, what are you letting go of? Give them space to talk so you can have space to talk and really go deep there because there is magic at the heart of that. Once you're done, Okay, unless you've hit pause and play back on the show, we will take a really loud breath this time. Okay, so deepest breath, fullest breath of the day. Inhale, 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 fill up. And then make some noise on the exhale. Open the mouth. (sighs) Wiggle something out, shake something loose. Okay, we have arrived at our final prompt of this practice. Hmm. It's our final one. So as we go into this last, last piece, we are preparing the way, tying up any loose ends and getting really ready for our intention setting practice, which is getting us really ready for 2022, 
right? I want you, when you feel done with this whole practice, to really have that energetic feeling like you have wrapped 2021 up in a bow and put that away for good, right? Like there's no nothing that needs to be revisited here, no lingering heavy feelings. You're done with what you're done with. And our last prompt of this practice is, what are you taking with you in 2022? What are you bringing with you into 2022? Okay, what are you taking with you from this year, from your life, from your past, that you are bringing with you willingly, joyfully, presently into this next stage, into this next year? So it means that we leave behind the things that don't serve us, the things that have been played out, but we don't leave behind the realizations that came from that, right? We leave behind the drama but we don't leave behind the wisdom because all drama at the end of it brings us some sort of wisdom. We leave the drama, we take the depth, right? There's things we're leaving behind, but then there are things we are bringing forward as well. The lessons, the epiphanies, the realizations, the knowing, the wisdom, the growth, the evolution, the trust, the all the things you have gained from the past year, you are bringing with you into 2022. And that's how we grow, right? Every year we grow a little bit wiser. Every year we grow a little bit closer to living a life fully aligned with our truest, most authentic selves. In 2022, I am taking with me. Keep going. In 2022, I am taking with me. I am bringing with me. What are you bringing with you into the next year? journal on this, take your time, get into the juicy, heartfelt, true stuff. For me, oh, this big, biggest thing that I really feel like hand placed to my heart is this sense of finding my way home. I found home in nature this year. I really found my way home to my one truest, greatest mother, Mother Earth. I feel so at one and in purpose with and belonging on this planet. I do. I feel this reverence for nature and this lack of separation between me and nature and this feeling that wherever I am, I am already home. And I wouldn't have arrived at that truth if it wasn't for everything that this year brought me. So I'm leaving behind the messiness and the uncertainty and the fear that led me here, but I'm bringing with me this sense of absolute total trust (sighs) because I don't want to lose that for anything. That was hard earned trust, right? That kind of trust, that kind of sense of belonging, it doesn't come easy. And I'm bringing that with me into this next step, into this next phase. And of course, it's so wonderful and particularly beautiful that this exact week is the week I move from Aruba, where I've spent 12 years. I've been 15 years almost abroad, and I'm moving back to Sweden. We're going to have a home now for the first time in nine months. It's freezing cold. There's snow. There's ice. It's a whole new life, but it's also a life close to where I come from. It's a life closer to my roots. It's a life that feels really close to home. And I feel so grateful to be here knowing that. When you're done journaling on that final prompt on everything you're bringing with you into this next year, we'll take one more full breath in and one more full breath out. Now, as we finish this practice, 
I would love for you to give yourself some space now just to free write anything that feels urgent, anything that feels like it's missing, any pieces or questions that just you feel inside of yourself like, oh, there's more to find here. It could be a big question I didn't ask you about, some prompt that you feel is missing, some area of life you want to focus on. Give yourself space to just free write on that here now, because of course, this is a highly unique and individual practice and you align with and invite in more of what works for you. And then at the end of this practice, so if you want, you might feel called and this is what happens often for me. It's like at the beginning when I'm writing, I feel like, oh, I'm so done. I'm so done with the year, last two years anyway, that have been really hard. And I want to burn something. I want to let it go. And then maybe at the end of that journaling, I feel like, oh, but actually this year was really powerful, really beautiful. And then there's just something I want to burn from that practice. So if you want to keep your notebook, if you want to keep your journal, what you can do is just take one single page and write out very, very clearly what you are leaving behind. Just one sentence of that. I'm like that from that prompt, the second to last prompt that we did, what you are letting go of. Okay. I'm leaving behind. And then you fill in the blank, just one really clear sentence and then pull, tear out that paper from your journal, fold it together and have a little fire ceremony on your own. Now, reminder that fire ceremonies, we either do if you're covered, if you're somewhere really snowy, really wet, and you have a really safe fireplace or a, a fire pit outside, you can do this outside. Otherwise, we do fire ceremonies in the sink or in the bathroom. Okay, make sure you make sure you burn past heavy emotions and traumatic shit very safely. <laughs> okay, really important. You do it somewhere very safely. So if you have a little sheet of paper, it's much easier to burn. You can do that with a candle, right? It's fairly easy. If you're burning a whole notebook, make sure you have a fireplace or someplace super safe where you can actually do that. So just giving yourself a moment at the end of the day, whenever you feel ready to close your eyes and hold this paper or this notebook, just as maybe it's just this one sentence of what you're letting go of and speak it out loud. Speak that out loud. I am letting go of, or I am releasing and say it out loud many, 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 many times. The universe is listening. And then you take a deep breath and you burn that shit and you watch it turn into smoke. You watch it disintegrate and disappear in front of your eyes. It's a really simple and really powerful practice. I highly, highly recommend it. I hope this practice has served you so well. I hope you feel that you've made room inside of yourself, like you have new empty space so you can fill it up with your deepest longings and dreams and wishes for the next year. And that's what next week's podcast is all about. So tune in in one week next Friday, we're doing the big intention setting for 2022, where we get really excited about every area of our lives and we start to really invite in the things we truly long for. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I love you. Have a beautiful week and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you love the show. And if you do, make sure you listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes of the Yoga Girl podcast, Conversations from the Heart, available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you normally get your shows. A big thank you to my sponsors. Make sure you support them the way they support this podcast. This was a presentation of Cadence 13 Studio. I'll see you next week.